Hey guys, it's the Out of Focus Podcast, episode 59, with your host, Will Malone. And it's also the You, Me, and a Movie Podcast, with your host, Anna Malone. Okay, well, I'm not normally just the host of it, though. You're you, the co-host. You're, you're, you're my right. co-pilot. Um, uh, that would assume that you're still, like, the main pilot, though. Yeah. Okay. No, I am. Tell me, how do you upload a podcast on the internet? Do you know how to do that? Who's that? What kind of equipment? Uh, what is this right here that we record with? What's this called? Yep. Okay. I'm the pilot. Microphone No. Capture? Well, okay. The microphone is connected to what? Um, <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Recorder. Seems that... Well, you're close. Uh, <laughs> seems you know, somebody the other day asked me how to listen to our podcast, and I was like... I don't know. They were like, like, what do I look it up as? And I was like... They were like, is it all run together as one word? Is it... I was like, ooh, that's a really good question. But then, <laughs> but then when I looked it up, I was like, man, we've done more of these than I thought. Mm. How'd you look it up? Uh, on the, the podcast app on my phone. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll find it there. I did. You'll also find it on I don't any know. podcast app, pretty much. Yeah. Ew, I just touched a dead stink bug on my foot. Another day. Um, Another day in the pandemic. <laughs> Stepping on stink bugs. Um, so how have you been handling this pandemic? So we are all now, my job, uh, we were the last ones to leave the building because yeah, it was true. just kind of hard for us to, uh, we take phone calls a lot. And right. so we were all asked to go home this week and I could not go home because we don't have Wi-Fi. So <laughs> I'm at your office. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, um, it's funny The the one time in life, this window of time, uh, we don't have internet would be the time there'd be a global pandemic when everyone is basically required to have internet. Right. Like so, this couldn't yeah, happen fun. when we were in Chattanooga where EPB is the best internet in the world. Yeah. But would you want to, would you have wanted to be trapped in our apartment during this no. time? No. During this a time true. we didn't buy groceries and we only ate out. And like everyone <laughs> was home. So all of our neighbors would have been super extra loud. Oh yeah. Those, those people and their little kid running. No, they're just run around up there. Yeah. Oh man, that would be a nightmare. We would have, we would have legitimately gone crazy. I think actually. But we would have just been like living like cave people in our apartment. True. And we would have been watching so much. Now we kind of like have to ration. Well, not really ration, but like really decide like, yeah, I want to watch this to make it worth it. Okay. Hold on. Anna, can you just let him in? <laughs> Sorry, Kevin is... Here, I got your mic. Kevin is beating down the door to get in here. Well, if he does, then he'll just... Oh, my gosh. Just leave it cracked. Just leave it cracked so he can... Okay, yeah. Sorry. This is this is, this is is the bottom of the barrel uh, of out of focus here because I... I uh, just this week it's tough. I'm in a. I feel like I'm in a rut. I feel like everybody's kind of in a rut right now. Um, so it was just kind of like I didn't want to have a podcast about some dark pandemic thing. So I wanted to take a break. So this is our break. Hang out with you. And I also miss doing podcasts with people in person. So so he had to just deal with me. I guess yeah. I just had yeah. to scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm like under the barrel. I'm like that? the bottom of the barrel <laughs> on the other side of the barrel, no. like the outside. No, I love recording podcasts. The dirt with you. on the bottom of the barrel. Anna, we've been <laughs> we've been recording podcasts together for a long time. This is true. Like six years. Yeah, and you still think I'm the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, makes me feel good. That's right. 
Um, but yeah, no, no, you're right. We would have gone insane in our apartment. Living in the woods has helped because we can like go out and forage for berries. Yeah, that's we what can, it made it sound like. <laughs> we can wipe our butts with leaves since we don't have toilet paper. Um, you know, well, I just dip my butt in the pond. That's usually what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would be dirtier after that. Um, so what do you, I mean, like, uh, what's your, what do you feel about the like pandemic stuff like itself? Like what, what's, what's your thoughts on how we're dealing with it overall? Well, I would say a lot of people aren't really listening, at least here. <laughs> We're one of the only states right now, at least, that it does not have a stay home. So, like, when they show it on TV with, like, the whole country, it's like the whole South is, like, you know, stay home. And we're just, like, this little, little state right there. Yeah, that's but not... everything, at least here, is, like, far away. So, it's, like. Right. I mean, it's the grocery store is, like, eight miles from here, you know? Yeah, but I feel like the people who are going to be spreading it are the people who aren't ne- like they don't care like it they will go out still they will be in gatherings i drove past a house the other day i drive past all the time yeah there were more cars in that driveway than i've seen ever ever and i'm like what are y'all doing is this a funeral like what i i just it was confusing I, to well me. yeah i guess but i i just don't feel like at least here a stay-at-home order would actually be that effective like all you got to do is just shut down Chick-fil-A and Starbucks and no one will go anywhere. It will riot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Chick-fil-A is like... Doing you, better. You they were prepared for this with difference. their apps and all this stuff and they just... Well, am I pro- thinking ahead. My problem is, is like um, like Tennessee, like the governor of Tennessee, he was like, hey, we're doing a stay-at-home order because I saw some uh, Department of Transportation statistics and I saw that tra- like traffic was going up. But like, if you think about it, like vehicle traffic isn't an indicator on if people are social distancing or not really at all because like number one you got chattanooga which is like huge for uh you know 18 wheelers driving through who are are part of themselves part of the supply chain who are like bringing groceries you know all over the place and supplies but then also like you got some people who are just like getting in their cars to drive around because they just want to like get out of the house so like out here, it's like, that's all you can do. Um, and also, like, the New York Times posted a map that saying, like, the, the people that are doing the least about this is the whole South. And they had, like, a chart. But, like, the, a map of most, like, traveled areas during this pandemic. And the South was, like, kind of in red. But then if you look at a map of food deserts, the South, is, like, was red in those exact same places. Because you just have to drive more in the South. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like five miles to the closest grocery store from here. Yeah. I mean, even if I was going to go get something, I'd probably have to drive like 20 minutes, you know, and mm-hmm. that's just is what it is. Um, like, yeah, my, even working at your office right now, I still have to drive 30 minutes. So that's, yeah, exactly. And, um, and you're counted as essential. I am. Unfortunately, I am not. So that's kind of a bummer. Your boss tell you that? Yeah, my boss, boss had to have a really tough meeting with you. Yeah, yeah, but since we don't have a stay-at-home order, I can still go do drone stuff here and there. So that's been okay. But as soon as you know the go- the governor gives in to pressure to do a stay-at-home, then it's probably uh, probably game over for a bit, however long that's going to be. But again, all you got to do is shut everything down here. Cause, like, what else is everybody going to do? You know, because apparently under a stay-at-home, you can still like go walk around. So people are still going to go walk to each other's houses and stuff. I don't know. It just seems kind of. It makes sense in New York. Doesn't make as much sense here, 
you know? Yeah, like there are places, I feel like everywhere in New York is touched every day. Yeah. Here, there are places that have, you know what I mean? Like there just aren't as many people. Yeah, I go from home to the office to maybe to pick up food. That's pretty much it. So like I've been social distancing my butt off, you know? And so like I feel like even if there's a stay-at-home order, nothing's really going to change, you know? For me personally because i've been following the rules but you know there's some idiots out there that aren't but i i just think that there's there's got to be an end to this like this isn't just feasible you're going to make people number one go crazy number two um there's going to be a point where people are like you know i'll risk getting sick but i'm not about to go broke you know like i i, I find that this this isn't feasible for six months at a time like my my biggest thing is like the health officials would love for us to be like South Korea or like have draconian measures. But the fact is, is like our, like our natural state is Americans doesn't conform to like the South Korea model of this and health officials would love to see it. But the fact is, it's just, that's just not going to happen. But anyway, I guess we'll see, but we will, uh, we have survived many pandemics throughout our nation's history and we will survive this one. Uh, lockdown or not so we'll see but um i would very much like to go sit in a restaurant again that's all i know yeah um you know and i'm not even really missing going to the movie theater that much but this thing will make me miss that you know um what's the last movie we saw in the movie theater 1917 oh okay that's a good one i guess right at least it won like birds of prey or something that'd be a bit no we haven't we haven't seen that so that would be kind of hard if that was the last movie we saw and that's the other thing about movies so everything since our last podcast we did all movies have pretty much been pushed back yes like i don't know of any coming out anytime soon um and i think i think there's definitely still going to be like a national chain to go out of business like if you look at box office numbers on the internet it's like pretty close to zero which is kind of stunning that's never happened ever um but uh but yeah so like even top gun got pushed to december you got black widow got pushed to november but part of me like wonders if like we'll even still go to movie theaters that soon you know well there will be the people that do that are just like chomping at the bit right now anyway that would go even today and then you've got the people who it's gonna scare to go for a while yeah yeah, and, and now that you've got, like, these movies being released early, and we talked a little bit about this, like, do you think that that's going to, like, they're going to be able to dial that back? I don't know. I don't know, because... I don't know what the numbers are How are, are they like. going to make any money doing that? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think that makes really that much of a difference. How does... How do... The music industry doesn't make all that money, all that much money with streaming. That's just how it went, you know? Um so I, I don't know if that matters. Um, in fact, I think if anything, like they'll get cheaper because like some studio will be like, well, we'll put our movie on iTunes directly for $10 and then it'll be like a race to the bottom via pricing just because yeah. they're trying to market. Out. I don't know. I think, I think that movie theaters will still exist or actually some law was rolled back like right before this, um, a few months before this where apparently there's a law where movie studios cannot own their own theater chains some law about that but now that law was rolled back because it doesn't really make any sense now so it could be possible that if a movie theater chain goes out of business like amc or regal or something like that that um like 
Disney buys one of the chains and then they're Disney theaters. That is interesting to think about. Yeah. And so then that's where you go see Disney movies, you know, which is pretty much all people see anyway. But that's a future that seems a little dark, but I could see that happening or like Warner Brothers theaters, you know. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, It's uh, it's tough out there. Anyways, if you're like an indie theater, like, you know, remember that indie theater in Chattanooga we went to? Yes. To see that Anne Hathaway movie where she was oh, like what's a... what's it called? That was a good movie. Uh, Man, what was it called? She was like a monster. And it's like one word or something. Oh, man. This is going to drive me crazy. Um, Huge? No. No? no. Monster? Giant? No, it almost doesn't, doesn't sound like what it is, I want to say. Yeah, it was like... I mean, I feel like a lot of people saw this movie. Maybe not, but Anne Hathaway was like found this spot in her town where if she stood there, she was like a monster in like Korea or something. Yeah. It was a very interesting premise. Anne Hathaway. Let's see. I want to know. Gigantic? I don't know. Let me see. It's kind of like it didn't tell you what happened. Colossal. Yeah. Colossal. I like that movie. I've seen it two or three times, I believe. Um, Anyway... Yeah, that indie movie theater. Remember, they were like taking donations, pretty much. Like, yeah, like yeah, you like, didn't really have to pay, and and those theaters were starting to pop up more and more all over the place. Um, but I just think after this, that's going to be a tough, tough road. You know, that kind of thing. We're going to see less of that. Yes, because I mean that already seemed kind of like struggling. which is really sad. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Delicious. I'm drinking Aha Sparkling Water with peach and honey. So good. So good. It's so good. They do not sponsor this. Um, <laughs> but but uh, they can. <laughs> they can if they want. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's going to be weird. I'm ready for this to be over. Um, I saw somebody on Instagram posted uh, a quote from Winston Churchill that says, if you're going through hell, keep going. And, uh, you know, I like to think of this podcast as as hell sometimes for what? people. Welcome to hell. Uh, for other people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, just kidding. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll get through this uh, one way or another. And uh, so let's, uh, let's talk movies then. What, what should people watch to get through this? Okay. So you told me to come up with a few. I did. But... Some of them are going to be series, and I consider those one. Yeah, that's fine. I said okay. TV or movies. I said just come up with a list of like five things. Oh, I mean series as in like movies. I thought you were about to say. Series. You told me to come up with a list, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's also maybe true. But um, Okay, so. I just want to say Kevin is being a delight right now. Don't say that. He'll hear you, and he will change. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is a great time. No matter how many times you've seen this series, um or if you've never seen it or you're skeptical of it harry potter harry potter watch through harry potter will's gonna disagree yeah see this depresses me i should i've made a huge mistake in asking you to make a list Um, it's a great great uh (laughs) (laughs) um we just watched onward and i wait for the record i like the harry potter books because they're very good the movies are not good so i disagree with this vehemently i say if you want to enjoy a pandemic don't watch the harry potter movies so anyway uh we just watched onward last night because it was just released yesterday on disney plus and it's if you have disney plus and brutal watch it yeah it is emotional because i mean as if 
as if you needed to say that because it's Pixar. Right. Uh, but it's really good. It's a cute movie. Um, again, I'm going to stress this. I say this pretty much any every podcast that I can. Uh, watch Honey at Hill House. Still trying to get Will to watch that. Mm, still failing at it, but still trying. Um, let's see. Clue is another one of my favorites to watch. That's a, that's a you know, happy movie, fun. I'm pretty sure it's on either... I think it's on Amazon Prime. You're talking about Haunting at Hill House, the show, not one of the many remakes of the movie, right? Right, right the show. Um, it just threw me a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's hard. Like we're sitting on the Glaston porch, and I'm like looking outside, like watching bugs, and I keep getting distracted. Kind of like Kevin. Yeah. Um Was that? Has that? That's four, right? Yep. I think that's four. Wow, Anna. <laughs> yep, that's four. <laughs> There was, oh, and then in Rear Window. I've been wanting to watch that again recently, and I feel like it's kind of. That, that I put that on my list, on my Yes, blog. list of things, you know, kind of like isolation-y kind of things. Well, no, that's not really how I themed it. I kind of made random list of good movies for people to watch. Well, that one's good. It also. It is, it, it, it does kind of go with the theme of like staying home. Another reason to watch it is not only for the fact that. It's a good movie, yeah, but it it's interesting movie. because when you watch that movie, just know that that entire little city area that he's looking at it out of his window into the other side, that's in a studio. Yeah. That was totally made. It's not like a real city area that's in a studio. So I think that's neat too. Well, and it's one of the few good photography movies. <laughs> <laughs> like usually movies with photographers in them are terrible or... Uh, how photographers are in movies are terrible. They're usually like the artsy dude who has pictures of like African children on his wall or like he's like got leather straps on his wrists and whatever. And he's like this cool wanderer who's, you know, alone. Sean Penn. Yeah. Sean Penn or uh, the, the photographer in house of cards or whatever. Um, And so in rear window, he plays a photographer. Like he broke his leg, like on the job. He was like worked for like what national geographic or something. Yes, he's like yeah. a National Geographic photographer. And so he like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart. This so is he, an old movie. He, and Grace Kelly, I want to say. It's, is it Grace Kelly? Yeah, Grace Kelly. And so he uh, he looks out his window with his camera. You know, so it's pretty interesting. Um, what? What do you? I'm not actually sure that that's No, Grace, Grace Kelly. Kelly is in North by Northwest. No, Grace Kelly is in... Um, let me let me just check. Listen, man, I'm a millennial. I don't know. I don't know. Grace who that is. Kelly. What? Nothing. <laughs> Anna's losing it. I'm losing. I'm losing it, you. I feel on. like um, I feel like I'm losing you. Um, okay, so <laughs> so uh, as far as that, go, yeah, we watch Onward. Which, it is. It is Grace Kelly. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. Look at us. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Onward because that's a new movie. That that's like the newest you're gonna get out of us right now. So I don't want to give too much away. Um, but basically these brothers have to go on a quest you know, to I've been bring thinking, their dad back for a day. Yeah, okay. I've been thinking about the structure of this film or this podcast, this film podcast. Um, this film, I'm like, we're going to film. So we often shy away from not spoiling things. And I feel like that leads us to have a very shallow conversation about movies. And 
I feel like when I listen to a podcast about movies, I want them to get deep into the themes of it. So I feel like we should just start spoiling things. I mean, we do. Um, actually, like, we've only not spoiled things, like, once when we talked about Parasite. No, we usually, like, try to, like, avoid spoiling it. But I think we should definitely, like, spoil movies more. Okay. Like, I want to talk about the ending of Onward. So if you don't want to hear this, skip forward. But basically, in the ending of Onward... Um, they finally like get to see their dad, but only one of them gets to actually mm-hmm. like talk to him, which I thought was like a really bold choice. Like, cause if you think about it, cause I, I want to talk to you about this. So like, think about like, okay, so his mom had like a, like a guy she was with. So right. it would have been weird if she hung out with the yeah, dad. Her husband that died and he died yeah. of like a, an illness. It's not like, um, an accident like and then Tom Holland's character uh, turns out he didn't need to see his dad because his brother was kind of like filled that void for him and he never he never knew his dad anyway yeah and so the only one that got to see him was the older brother who saw the last time he saw him he was sick but he didn't go in and like talk to him before he died right and so he got to like talk to his dad before he died but we didn't find out about that later in the film so at the end like only the older brother gets to actually talk to him, which yeah. I thought was kind of like crazy. Like this whole movie, these two guys are trying to see their dad. And the younger one wants to so bad because he's never seen him. Yeah. Never met his dad. Yeah. Yet he doesn't even get to talk to him. Like yeah. there's this whole scene in the beginning of the movie where like he listens to a recording of his dad that he like talks to. And yet he doesn't get to see his dad. I thought that yeah. was like, it, like that movie kind of broke me. Like that's a hard yeah. movie to watch. I did like though. So usually in these kind of movies, the parent or parents are kind of like oblivious the entire time. They're like, where have you been at yeah. the end? Like the kids were like, oh my gosh, I've been worried. This mom is like on a mission with her sons, basically not with them. Yeah. Directly. I, I but like, she's trying to figure out I what like they're the, doing. The family dynamic of this movie, because usually the dad is seen as like dumb or he's like left them for whatever reason but this movie really like uh like brought dads back you know really really well in parents in general because i feel like um you also don't see relationships with brothers and then they're like single mother yeah you don't see that one either um, and especially when the dad was a good guy, like, yeah, usually that situation happens because the dad was like a bum or, or just something. Like left yeah. Or, or like left. But in this situation, he just died because he got sick and he was like a really good guy. Yeah. So it was, it was a really refreshing movie, but man, it like, I did not expect it to, I mean, I should have since it's Pixar, but I did not expect it to hit me as hard. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that it was very good. I I really like. It. I think it's one of one of top tier Pixar at yeah. this point. Um, and it's just an interesting idea. It was neat, and I like the characters, and yeah. I like I like the, the world. Yes, I did too. And the way that they made you know unicorns like gross, like we see unicorns. Yeah, as- I know. Like that's what I love. Pixar is the best at when they like play against what you think. Mm-hmm. Like oh, a world where unicorns exist, but they're just like. They're like raccoons, basically. Yeah, they're like eating trash out of yeah trash cans, and they're like living in caves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, but you know, really, what people are waiting for us to talk about, you know what it is. I don't. Yeah, you do. Tiger King. 
Oh, Tiger. No one's waiting for us to talk about that. <laughs> Everybody's talked about it already. Everybody's talked, talked about death. it. They've seen things about it. They, I mean, everything online. It's Tiger King. He has coronavirus. He does. Which is too much for me. It's too real. Like this whole, like it felt, actually when I found out about that. So like, I, I think we're all kind of living in this world where we want to escape our real world that we live in now. Because it's like, it kind of sucks. Like everything sucks right now. Just straight up. And so we all escape to this mystical world where these these like weirdos and people on meth like have exotic animals. And it's like, this is amazing. This is like a world that um, that doesn't exist like in the real world, even though it does. Like it just felt like it just felt kind of fantastical in a weird way. And uh, then we get a news story like two days ago that the guy who is in prison, Joe Exotic, has coronavirus. And then suddenly it felt like this Avengers-esque crossover event where, like, our current circumstances have mixed with this, this like, supposed fiction that we built in our heads of Tiger King, and it felt horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, in fact, I saw uh, Janessa, who has been on this podcast, uh, out of focus at least, uh, she posted saying, like, you can't take this away from us, coronavirus. Like, she was very upset about it. So, um, so anyway, I just find that all to be a little... Uh, Tiger King is going to be, like, an interesting relic of this strange time uh, of 2020. The weirdest year ever. I did see, though, where the majority of the tigers that he had are now living in a Colorado sanctuary and are doing much better than they were. <sighs> yeah, I mean, as long it's not Big Cat Rescue, so it obviously can't be that good. Big Cat Rescue. Oh, oh we should have started this podcast. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, <laughs> you cool cats and kittens. Um, so we got Tiger King. What else? Uh, Ozark. I started Ozark. Oh, you back. did. Um, and Ozark is one of these shows that's like clearly from the Breaking Bad era. Um in that it's about like drugs and like darkness and all this stuff, but it's, it like surpasses the darkness of breaking bad, um, to a level that is kind of like almost satirical. Like breaking bad's a pretty dark, it was a pretty dark show, but it had its moments of like levity and like it had some fun moments and fun characters. Ozark has none of that. Ozark <laughs> has no fun characters, has no fun moments. It's just so oppressive and dark. Which Constantly. is surprising because Jason Bateman is like a pretty delightful person. Yeah, the only reason I watch Ozark really is for Jason Bateman because it's like it's such an odd show in that the world is dark. I mean, even the color of the show is like dark blue. Like everything is mm -hmm. just like there's no color in the show hardly. Um, and everyone's like so evil and depressing. Except Jason Bateman's, like, in a totally different show, it feels like. Like, he's in Arrested Development. Like, I'm just trying to keep this family together kind of stuff. And it's, like... It's <laughs> that's, all he, that's all he knows how to do now. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of an absurd show, really. Um, and I don't, like, hotly anticipate it. Like, anytime I hear there's a new season of Ozark, I'm like, oh, that's exciting. But anytime I start watching it, I'm like, oh, I like this show. So it's, like, I'm always down to watch it. And I'm always kind of sucked in when I'm watching it. But, like, I don't... If it went away, I wouldn't cry over it, you know? 
it's one of those that it's like it's like I don't love it. I don't yeah. even think it's that great, but it's good enough that I'll yeah, keep I up with that. it. Um you know, I it's just it's one of those shit like right now the other thing I'm watching that I do love and I will drop everything to watch is Better Call Saul, which is airing week by week. And it's like it is truly like appointment viewing for me. Like I look forward to Tuesday when I can watch the newest episode now. And it's just it just reminds me of a time where it's like I look forward to my show every week. And that's kind of where I'm at with Better Call Saul is I watch it while it's airing. I don't wait for it to get on Netflix. And it's just it's so good. And it's like in some ways better than Breaking Bad. And I just love it. And all up to this latest season is on Netflix. So if you haven't seen the spinoff of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, you should. And it's also much lighter it's dark in places, but generally it's a much lighter show than Breaking Bad or Ozark or anything like that. It's 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 great. I love it. There's another show too that we've been watching. Westworld is that. <sighs> Man, I almost forgot like about that. That's that episodes. should show you how far Westworld has fallen. Is that I know it's a like, show we could not stop talking about when it started. And like it was like if it, you know it would be one of the shows where you would try to watch it live, and HBO would be like down for a little bit, and you couldn't watch it. No, in fact, that's kind of why we started podcasting, remember? It, like, we started around Westworld. On our first well, and You, I Me, and Carol, you spoiled the first season of Westworld. Yeah, I don't even remember that. That's all we were thinking about at the time. <laughs> and, I mean, we would even listen to the podcasts about it, trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Yeah. The Man in Black and everything. Yeah. And now, it's kind of like, what's going on? It kind of felt like that last season... So I'm like I'm going to keep watching it obviously. Like I'm just going to keep watching it. But this is the first time in Westworld that I've watched an episode and thought, "Okay, can we just kind of get to the point?" <laughs> like yeah. Like I hate more than anything now because movies and TV do this all the time. I hate more than anything this idea of like there's a war coming. And we've got to prepare for this war and it's a secret war that's happening. It's like Walking Dead or something yeah or just like there's a war an invisible war that we have to prepare for and we're about it's about to start and the war doesn't start for like eight episodes the eight episodes are prepping for war you know and that's kind of what this feels like is like i don't feel like anything's happening but at the same time i've only heard there are only eight episodes this season of westworld and we've already used the first three to do nothing to do nothing to just introduce characters. That's all we've done for the first three episodes, which is fine, I guess. But I'm like, okay, like we need to go somewhere. I'm not going to lie. I miss Anthony Hopkins character so much. Yeah. He was such a yeah. good part of the first season of that. No, the first season of Westworld is a masterpiece. Yeah. It and is it's amazing. So neat, like the way that they do the different characters, the way that yeah. you learn about the different characters. And now it just kind of feels like, Hey, everybody's kind of dealing with this. No one has their own life, and no, I'm just like, really, like I, I liked when we were in Westworld. Yeah, I will say this: like we had, I think not in the last episode we watched, but in the episode before that, they had some scenes from like War World or one of the worlds or whatever, mm-hmm. and I could not have been more bored by the park now, like. Mm. We're, we've done the park it's over now like the park feels kind of done in a way that i don't care about the park anymore so i will say by bringing it into the real world 
um, they have made me interested in where they are again because like I want to know more about what the world outside of the park is like now. And I'm, I'm into that part of it. But I will say this. I will quit watching the show if it is revealed to us that like this is a park the whole time. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. if if you tell me that this real world we're in is like future world, which is in the original like Westworld like movies, and it's actually like a narrative and all this stuff, I I will quit watching the show. Well, but that okay, so <laughs> I will be done. You know how she um so Dolores in this past episode, again, I don't care if I'm spoiling at this point, I guess. Um, she has that character, Aaron Paul. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Jesse Pinkman is yes. in this now. Yeah. She basically, you know, sits him down at this restaurant as a really, where he has like a very like a uh, traumatic memory and shows him where, you know, they have like the script. Yeah. Of what he said. Well, she's like, and they did this so that they could create a world like this, you know? Yeah, like so a, I'm like, wait, 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 like are a you, mirror world, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, are you just talking about Westworld, or are you talking about there's actually two of him, two of like that's where I was. Yeah, it's like they're trying like. So the idea of future world, like in the old movies, is that they basically like replace people, so they like. Which is kind of what they were hinting at last season with the little brain pod things is like, yeah, basically you take memories from people and replace them with hosts in the real world so that you can like control countries and politicians and elites I was confused and all that. though by, but um, it never worked right in the second season. Remember, they always talked about how they can never get it right. They can never make an exact copy of somebody because like stuff wouldn't work. So this this season is po- pro- uh, like positing that. Uh, basically, if uh, you just collect enough data on people, you'll you'll have it. But my thing is like they like she was able to repeat back this childhood memory of his. How did they gather that information? Like, were there microphones listening? Like, I I just yeah, don't. I don't I, it just doesn't. I don't know. It's a little much. Like, I just don't. I don't get like the mechanics of that, and I can't help but wonder and it's getting to the point where like there has to be a lot of suspension of disbelief um, to do this, which I guess Westworld kind of had already just because like hosts don't make any sense. Like (laughs) how a host, how a host, uh, you know, looks so much like a human, whatever, but it's, it's uh, the ratings of it have dropped significantly though. Like apparently this season is like a third of what Westworld used to be as far as people watching it. Oh, I can believe that. But also, um, um, there was another part that I'm trying to remember now. That Oh, Charlotte Hale, who's played by Tessa Thompson. Okay, so they, they kind of hint that I'm assuming that it's supposed to be Teddy. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, yeah, there's this scene... Uh, in this latest one where so Tessa Thompson last season was like replaced by a host I guess but you don't know who um, which host and so initially in this episode I guessed that it was Clementine because of the the way she was kind of like acting kind Mm -hmm. of seemed but but yeah Anna brought up at the end that she thinks it might be Teddy like James Marston's character yeah because of the way that she was talking to which 
is interesting for sure. Uh, now, but have we had an example of hosts crossing genders? Like a, ho- no. a male host in a woman's that body? That'd be kind of interesting. But, okay, my whole thing is, okay, so whoever this host is, is having a hard time being this other person. Right. And... Like, they're like scratching themselves. He's also, yeah. or she's also, or whatever, being like, um, who am I? getting lost in like the other person's life which confuses me that confuses me more than I don't anything. think it's Teddy because Teddy refused to understand outside the narrative remember like he was one of those guys kind of like um kind of like the dude Maeve was with like he Let's look he, up and see what he, who people say it is. He couldn't break the narrative. Well, look at no, no, no. We're not scrolling Reddit okay. right now. I, I haven't. And that's the other thing that shows that Westworld isn't as interesting is I'm not going down the Reddit rabbit hole to find out more. Like yeah, like I haven't already looked. Like anything. when the first season of Westworld was on, I was like on Reddit reading about it constantly, constantly. True. Um, and now I just am kind of like, eh, whatever. Like I would watch the first season again. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I w- I think I would too. It would be interesting to watch it, kind of knowing the twists. Yeah, that's true. We have plenty of time. We do. Uh, so what's next as far as like what we're gonna watch? Like, I gotta finish Ozark. That's kind of next up for me. Um, I don't know. I've been tr- I've been looking. I've been like, okay, is there something good gonna be? Uh, on? yeah your your parents rented uh on on DVD Netflix, which. Is still a thing, by the way. You can still order di- discs from Netflix, um, and they got like, which is funny. They got the seasons, uh, the first season of Jack Ryan, the John Krasinski Jack Ryan show, and which is funny because it's an Amazon Prime show that they rented via Netflix. Discs. Yeah, I didn't even know that that would work. I know that's crazy. When I saw that, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, is this the the one that I thought? Like, is this the yeah, same? It's got to be, yeah. It's the only one that's a show. Of no, Jack it Ryan. is. I asked yeah. her. I so, asked. so anyway, that reminded me. I haven't watched the second season of Jack Ryan, so maybe I'll watch the second season of it. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm gonna have nothing left to watch. I, once I do want to catch ends. up on Big Little Lies. I started that. I mean, I, you didn't watch it with me anyway. The first season. But. No, but I've heard things. Maybe I should. I haven't. I heard the second season's all right. I, I'm. I've started it. I'm. I'm in the first se- episode of the second season. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like. All my backlog, I will annihilate it after this whole pandemic's over. Uh, the um, oh yeah, and the other. Well, not if Animal Crossing has anything to say about it, <laughs> which is like this is true. I'm doing a lot of Animal Crossing right now. Animal Crossing is delightful. It's so delightful. It couldn't have come at a better time. I keep oh saying that. Goodness. Anna just loves everything about it. And the the fun part about it, so I've been an Animal Crossing fan f- since the beginning. Like I've I've played pretty much every Animal Crossing game um since like the gamecube and uh and so i'm always down me and my sister used to play it when we were younger or whatever um and so here i am i got this new animal crossing game which apparently the rest of the world has too this is probably the best selling animal crossing of all time i've never known so many people to play it so it's kind of fun to see everybody else do it too but it's fun to play this game which i pretty much understand and wrap my head around for you know years of my life and Anna is kind of experiencing it for the first time. And she just like asks all these absurd questions. Like Anna doesn't understand Animal Crossing at all. Like why can't you be an animal? 
Yeah, she's like, why aren't you an animal? Why is it called Animal Crossing? And then like I was playing and she saw one of my neighbors and it was like a tiger. And she's like, what is that? Who is that? It's like just I was like, it's one of my neighbors, Anna. Like, it's, but again, like, ridiculous why questions. Can't you be an animal? No, you can't. You're human, Anna. You're human but, in this game, right? But why? You're you're human. Are you the only human in it? It's just how it is. It doesn't make any sense. No, it is funny how Animal Crossing has like totally deviated from its roots in that like. Anna asked me why, why it was called Animal Crossing, and I had to think about it, and I was like, oh, it's because you used to, in the first game, you would get on a train and stop at a train station called Animal Crossing, and that was like this this town that was like Animal Crossing. Like, it had to do with a train, and now, like, we're on an island, you know? The the one on the Wii that I used to play was, like, in a city, City Folk, I think it was what it was called. Today, at so. one point, I heard you say... And I just don't know if I can do this anymore. And I thought you meant like, oh, we're talking about like maybe like the like being home a lot. And he's like, I just don't know because I can't find any more clay. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like trying to. Hit I can't rocks work for Tom Nook and, anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, this is the world he's living in. I um, I, I know it's like uh, you know, I if I don't have much work in the real world, I guess I just got to go you know work for Tom Nook, you know building houses no it's so ridiculous he wanted me to build all this furniture for these other people's houses i'm like why is when that you my job? sleep on a cot i mean yeah i don't even have a real bed yet yeah anyway <laughs> so terrible anyway um i don't know what else uh what else should we recommend i mean go watch go read go watch go read my list of movies and watch those i, I had mission impossible like the original but you should watch all of them i got john wick big lebowski i put um our favorite movie. Oh, Kevin's running around outside. That's interesting. I thought that was a fox, and then I realized it's our dog. Yeah, and uh, I don't want him to... Oh, there's a lawn. Yeah, there's lawn. lawnmower. Okay, cool. Well, we should probably go. Um, well, this was good. Um, oh, being John Malkovich is also oh, on that list. Good. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was fun. Uh, Out of Focus, episode 59, and you mean a movie in the bag together. So, enjoy your pandemic. Talk to you soon.